Hey guys, is it Monday? I think it is definitely Monday. Yes, it is. It is Monday. And eh, happy Monday. I've got a new book. I've got a purring cat. love cats. You know, they're just so good. You know, the funny thing is, is, um, I think my cat, like, I don't know, like, she has a lot of energy, don't you, Gracie? Like, I don't know, sometimes I'm like, wow, she gets it out more than I do. Don't you? Yes. Very adventurous. And sometimes I've noticed my cat is, you know, like she wants she wants to do a lot of things. You know, she's she's a very active girl. Yes, very sociable. Yes. Whenever she goes outside, the birds start going crazy. <laughs> and the squirrels, everyone, or if she's inside. The birds are like, come on, Gracie. And the squirrels are like, come on, Gracie. It's time to go outside. Come on. Come on, Gracie. Tell your mom it's time. Come outside. It's time to play. But I don't want to mention it because she really wants to go outside right now. But I'm trying to get myself to um, fall asleep later eventually. But anyways... Okay, so I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna do like a really, I'm just gonna like talk and then, <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Sometimes it's great, well not really. Other times I just wish I would just not say what I say, but it's better than my last podcast when I thought I was an indigo. Okay, so, alright, so I got this new book, it's lit, okay, oh, also, I'm hoping that I won't say what are my goals on this little episode, I'm not gonna say you know. Do you guys think I can do it? I think I can. <laughs> uh, so, um, hopefully everyone's doing good. I think we're just gonna, um, I'm gonna tell you guys, there's something I learned, and I thought it was really interesting for me to share it, and then I'm gonna read a little bit from this new book I got. Okay, it's chronological guide to the Bible and it has all the different books in the Bible and it has maps and like it has charts of like the order of things it's just like all the information you're gonna want to know for fun um ooh great 
Anyways, yeah, um, I'm not going to say anyways either. Okay. So, oh, alright, so this is kind of like a, I don't really know how to like explain this very well, but okay, this is kind of interesting. So, you know how you can, um, like, you can um, have demons come inside of you through sin, through trauma, um, abuse, um, lots of ways. Um, but like, if you, okay, so I learned that um, a prophet was saying, um, 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 he was saying that, um, if you, he was, he had like a, a message for somebody, he was like, this is for some of you out there, um, there's somewhere where you had trauma, or like you were abused, and like, um, like, basically when that happens, if there's like, Basically, like, a demon can get inside of you, or more than one, but if there's blood involved, it makes it, like, stronger. So, like, it's almost like when you get a tattoo, because there's, like, there's something, there's a connection there where, like, if there's blood involved, and let's say you were attacked, or something like that. Um, um, and it was, like, a negative experience, um, if there's, like, blood involved, it's almost like fate, it's possible that Satan has a mark on you, and you have to pray against it, um, I don't know, like, the prayer, like, I'm gonna have to go back and look, but I thought that was kind of interesting how, like, if people get, like, um, I don't know, there can be instances where, like, the devil can put a mark on you, and they have an opening. It's almost like a portal, I'd say. I don't know for sure if that's correct, but, like, it's almost like a portal is opened, and, like, um, the devil has a mark on you. So, like, if there's blood involved, it makes it, like, more, like, painful or something. There, it, there, I don't know if you know what I mean, but, like, there's something where, like, I don't know, I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know if anyone knows, like, what I'm saying here, but, like, anyways, um, yeah, if there's, even if it's, like, a car accident or something, or, like, I don't know, I feel like it's good to kind of, like, pray about it. I wrote it down somewhere but also like with tattoos like let's say you get like a really like demonic tattoo like basically you're letting the devil put a mark on you you know oh come here kid you're such a good snuggle bug 
Um, yeah. Wow. And also, they say, like, one of Satan's agendas is, like, um, like, abortion. Um, it's actually, like, helping his kingdom because there's blood involved and also death. So, like, I don't know. There's more I want to talk about with abortions, but I don't want to go there because I don't want to go there. Okay. Actually, I'm going to go there. Okay, so Donna Wrigley, she, she's the one that I learned about. Um, um, she, okay, so she, like, has, like, her own ministry. She lives in Florida, and she has, like, she meditates and, like, has visions, and she goes to heaven, and, like, she's the one, um, who talks about, like, how she was saying how, like, her mansion was being, like, built based on, like, her good deeds, and, like, the angels were like, you need more bricks to, like, make your mansion better, but they're like, but you need to do this deed, you need to do that deed in order to get this added on to your mansion to make it better, right? But she was saying, um, that, um, don't judge me, actually, whatever, um, she was saying that one of her visions is she went to this place where it was like, um, it was like on a beach, it was like a beautiful beach, and there were all these children running around, and she said Jesus took her to this beach with all these children, and they were, like, playing or having fun, um, and it was, like, so beautiful, um, and she asked Jesus, like, you know, like, who are all these children? And Jesus said, like, um, oh, these, these are all the children that didn't get to grow up on earth because their mothers had abortions. Um, and so she, she was saying in a vision that, like, um, if, like, the baby was aborted, um, it goes to heaven and gets to grow up there, and so, like, I don't know, if you're anyone out there, which I doubt anyone's listening who, you know, is worth connected with, but who knows, um, if you're anyone out there who's gone through an abortion and you're like, oh, like, I don't know, like, you feel bad about it, well, and like, let's say the person, like, you're the father, like, made it, like, not a big deal or whatever, well, guess what, it's very possible that the reason you feel really bad about it is because, you know, your child is actually, like, growing up in heaven right now, you know, like, so, 
feeling sad and you're like, what if, like, that goal actually, like, exists still, you know? Um, so, duh, maybe. I think that's how you get in. Yeah, so you can, like, those goals get you girl up in heaven. Instead, so, I don't know. It's a possibility. Okay. Anyways. Um, anyways. Gracie, should we read from the book? I think that would be it. Hmm. Alright, so hopefully everyone's keeping those um, those um sketchy people far away from you. I know I'm I'm trying, but uh, sometimes the sketchy ones don't know how to listen. <laughs> they pop up anyways. Like, no, I don't think you understand. You know? Hello? And they're like, er. Research. Let's read. <sighs> okay, so this book is huge. Okay, so let's read like the first page. Okay, the story of the rebel. Okay. Oh, wait, before I read this, can I just say, this whole Pinterest thing, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Pinterest, just kind of, but, okay, here's my new method of praying, one of my ways of praying, what I've been doing is I make, like, um, photo albums on my phone of, like, different, like, or like just what you can do, like with a prayer topic. Um, like you know, deliverance or prayers for finances or whatever you want to pray about. But anyways, you just go on Pinterest, um, and you like search like findings and finding the devil, and then there's gonna be all these cute little short prayers. And if you just like click like the you can there's a way you can save a Pinterest image. Most of the images on Pinterest. It's like the three little dots on the pin. And if you click it, then you can download the picture. Anyways, this is the top tip. Um, and like there's all these like short little prayers that you can like download and if you have a little album you can like swipe through and pray like if you're like, Oh, I don't pray enough, that's a good way to pray. Or you can look up like um, protection prayers, um, or like um, what else? Um, like declarations, decrees, God's blessing. Um, okay. Okay. Anyways.
the story of the Bible. Okay, oh. Okay, here we go. Wait, there's, okay. Okay, yeah, so this book is called, uh, Chronological Guide to the Bible. Alright, here we go. Like all stories, <clears throat> the story of the Bible includes a few basic components. There are characters, the men, women, and families that the biblical story is about. There are also the characters of, of the spiritual realm, angel, angels, demons, and the um, antagonist, Satan. Who's a good time with me? Um, but the main character is God, his son Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, go further. I thought you wanted me to read. You do? Just for a little bit, you said. Just for a little bit. Okay. The setting of the story takes place mainly in the Middle East, Asia, and Europe. Though we do not, though we do get occasional peeks into heaven. And don't forget, all stories include a conflict, a problem to be solved. What the characters do to overcome that problem is the plot of the story. Okay, once again. In the Bible, the conflict happens right... See, I didn't, I didn't even know this. The conflict happens right at the beginning. God's beloved creatures and, beauti and beautiful world are... Ruined by sin. Adam and Eve's rebellion brings the curse of sin and death into their perfect lives and pristine world. What will God do to rescue his rebellious creatures? Shock. Oh, wait, my cat's moving. One sec. Oops, she is moving. She is readjusting. Okay. Can't mess it up. Okay. Um, okay. Shock of shocks. Um, God handpicks an old childless couple, Abraham and Sarah, and promises to make them into a great nation and bless the entire world through, through them. Um, however, however, um, God's chosen family often fails to live as he commands. <clears throat> the Old Testament stories feature men and women who sometimes turn their hearts towards God, but other times turn their backs on him. Kingdoms and rulers rise and crumble. The curse of sin is not broken. Then, after the last book of the Old Testament, Nearly four centuries pass. The people of God find themselves at the mercy of foreign powers. They wonder, what about all those divine promises of the glorious future? Where is the Messiah that the prophets talked about? Enter Jesus. This son, born to Mary and Joseph of Nazareth, is actually the Messiah promised in the scriptures. Jesus is the unlikely hero of God's story. And, um, 
<clears throat> and and what does Jesus do? Um, he gathers followers. He claims to be divine. He tells people to put their faith in him. After living a sinless life, he willingly suffers an excruciating death on a Roman cross, offering his life as the payment for sin. He then, oh come on, oh stop running, uh, he then defeats death, walking out of a borrowed grave. His followers um, take his message of love, forgiveness, and new life to the end of the earth. Most stories conclude with a resolution to the problem presented at the outset. Um, here's what's fascinating about God's story, the, Bi the Bible's last book, Revelation. <clears throat> um, Revela Revelation um, tells us that God's ultimate re um, resolution is yet to come. The story isn't over. We get to play a part in God's holy plot to redeem and restore all things through Jesus Christ. The Bible isn't simply a bunch of documents from the past. It's that portion of God's story that the prophets and apostles recorded as examples for us. Um, 1 Corinthians 10:11. Until Jesus... Oh, not again. Ugh, sorry, okay. Until Jesus returns, we get to add to the great unfolding story. When Christ returns, he will conclude his two-part mission. That's so exciting. Um, to vanquish evil and make all things new. Oh snap, we better get it together because he's coming. He's coming, he's showing up. He's showing up. Alright, so yeah, that was that. So now, I'm just going to go through and I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna read all the little summaries for each book. Like there, maybe like twenty second summaries of like all the books. But okay, so Genesis. So it's a little dark in here. It's kind of hard to read this book. Um, I should probably try to like open the blinds, but uh, okay, Genesis, time, place. Okay, Genesis covers from the creation of the world to the story of Joseph in Egypt around 1800 BC. Um, the stories take place in Mesopotamia, Canaan, I think I said that right, and Egypt. The book. Genesis is a book about beginnings. The word Genesis comes from a Greek word meaning to be born. Chapters 1 through 3 explain the origin of the world and humanity, followed by the origin of nations in chapters 4 through 11, and chapters 12 through 50 deal with the origin of Israel. Key verse, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1-1. <clears throat> okay, so... Okay, now, let's go to,
to Jennifer. Now we got it. That must have been crazy, Renoa. He must have felt like he was losing his mind. I wonder what he drank. They say he was a drunk or something like that, or he was he drank a lot. I drink wine. I like wine. That's just like I mean in the moment though it's like it's like really fun, but the next day Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that, like, God was so pissed off, excuse my language, at the sin of man that he was like, I'm going to destroy all of you. <laughs> but he's like, but... I'm going to save Noah and his family. I'm pretty sure Sodom and, Gom Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah is, is that in Genesis? I think it is. I don't know. I didn't have to double check. Okay, so, so Sodom and, however you say it, Sodom and Gomorrah. If you guys look up um, that movie on YouTube, it's like something from like the 60s. It is so good. It was like, um, it was like their whole like, okay, first of all, the movie is like two, three hours long. It's so good. It's so good. It's one of my favorite movies, like Bible, Bible movies. And um, it's just, it's nuts. Like they all were like, very, they were sinners, and God destroyed them, um, but, like, yeah, it's a crazy movie, okay, so, alright, I'm just, okay, so now, did I miss some more sermons? I don't think so, alright, well, I guess now the summary, the summary of job. Okay. Okay. Job's story may have occurred during the era of Abraham, um, Isaac, and Jacob in an unknown location simply called the land of Uz, Uz, Job 1-1, possibly Edom, the book. Job is written in a style of ancient Hebrew known as wisdom literature. Rather than dealing directly with Israel's history, wisdom literature, like Job, the Psalms, Proverbs, reflects on, uh, on universal themes and overarching questions that are relevant for all people in all places. The beginning and end of Job um, are written in prose. Job 1, 1, or no, Job 1, 1 through 2, and um, 13, 42, 17, 17, with everything in between written in poetry. Okay, key verse. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. 
May the name of the Lord be praised. God is a wonderful Okay. So The ten plagues, God's judgment through the tenth plague came upon all the gods of Egypt. Ooh. Okay, so now we're going to summarize Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Um, the book of Exodus, which means going out, begins almost 300 years after Joseph's story. The book tells the story of how God, through Moses, led the descendants of Jacob, Israel, out of slavery in Egypt to Mount Sinai. Okay, the book. Exodus shows how God provided for and protected his people along their journey. The book closes with the Israelites at Sinai where God's glory fills the tabernacle, a sign God's presence. Key verse, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. Exodus 22.15 Yeah, and like the, the king in Egypt was terrible. He was like so cruel. He was so cruel. It was really bad. Okay, and Exodus. Now to go, okay, Leviticus. Um, time and place. Okay, the book of Leviticus takes place within the two years that the Israelites spent camped at the foot of Mount Sinai. The book. Leviticus is a series of divine directives about sacrifices, priestly duties, ritual purity, feasts of Israel, and holy set-apart living. Though the book's name is derived from the Greek word Leviticon, that means things concerning the Levites. The instructions were not just for the Israelites' tribe of Levi, but rather they were for the entire nation of Israel. Key verse, be holy because I am holy. Leviticus 11.45. Okay, Numbers. Time and place. The book of Numbers narrates the years of wilderness wanderings after the Israelites left Mount Sinai. The book. The book is named Numbers because of the two consensus consensus recorded in chapters 1 and 26. In Exodus, God had promised the Israelites that he would be with them on their way out of captivity. In Numbers, we see God remaining faithful to this promise despite his people's unfaithfulness and rebellion. Oh no. The book ends with the Israelites camped in Moab, just outside the promised land. Key verse. The Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love and forgiving sin and rebellion. Yet, he does not leave the guilty unpunished. Numbers 14, 18. Okay. Deuteronomy. 
Time and Place. The Book of Deuteronomy takes place about 40 years after the Exodus Exodus, Exodus, on the plains of Moab at the edge of the Promised Land. The The book's name comes from the Greek word Deuteronomian Deuteronomian meaning second law. Deuteronomy consists of encouraging and challenging speeches Moses gave to the next generation as they were about to enter Canaan. Yeah, so Moses was like, he's kind of like Jesus, you know, in a way. Um, yeah. The book closes with Moses, who like kind of guides them and, you know, communicates the book closes with Moses viewing the promised land from Mount Nebo just before his death. His successor, Joshua, would lead the Israelites into the land. Key verse, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Deuteronomy 6.5 Cool. Okay. Ooh, peace of Israel. Joshua to Judges. Conquest of Canaan. I think I said that right. Probably not. The Judges of Israel, the story of Ruth. Joshua's route of conquest. Joshua's dead is like um okay judges fan oppression repentance peace okay Joshua, time and place. The book of Joshua covers um, the years after Moses' death, when Joshua led the Israelites into the Promised Land. The conquest of Canaan is established <clears throat> to have taken about seven years. The book, chapters one through twelve, cover Joshua's conquest of Canaan, and chapters thirteen through twenty-two explain the allotment of the land. And among the tribes of Israel. Chapters 23 through 24, Joshua's farewell. Key verse. 
um, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Josh 3.11 Judges. These summaries are super brief. They aren't really like, you know, that specific, but yes. Okay, Judges. Time and place. The book of Judges takes place in Canaan um, during the era between Joshua and Samuel, the book. The first few chapters of Judges explains how the conquest of Canaan was incomplete. Chapters 3 through 16 tell the stories of 12 judges of Israel. The final chapters, 17 through 21, describe a time of sin and strife among the tribes of Israel. Key verse. Whenever the Lord raised up a judge for them, he was with the judge and saved them out of the hands of their enemies as long as the judge lived. Judge 18. Ruth. Okay, time and place. The book of Ruth takes place in Bethlehem and for a short time in Moab during the latter part of the era of the judges of the book. The story is about Naomi, a widow who had lost all hope, her daughter-in-law, Ruth, a faithful foreigner, Boaz, a compassionate guardian redeemer but mostly it's about the god who restored their lives with joy oh key verse but ruth replied don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you where you go i will go and where you where you stay i will stay your people will be my people and your god my god ruth 116 Now, a kingdom united from Samuel to Solomon. Um, King Saul, David and Solomon. The Psalms to Song of Songs. Can't wait to get into Song of Songs. Book of Samuel, Kings and Chronicles. Song of Songs is like X-rated Bible like book. It's it's um I've even heard that you're not supposed to read Song of Songs till you get married because it's that X-rated. Okay. King David. King Solomon. Okay. Summary of the Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Songs. Okay. Time and place. So the Psalms were collected from from um, as early as the time of David, around 1000 BC, to as late as the um, as Ezra, around 450 BC. The book. The Psalms is a collection of 150 um, Hebrew songs, prayers, and poems. Psalms are expressions of um, joyful praise. Okay. What else I got? Okay, joyful praise, cries um, of the heart in pain, thanksgiving for God's goodness, 
and teachings about who God is and what he has done. At least 73 of the Psalms are attributed to David and to the Solomon. Key verses, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I have hidden your word in my heart, um, Psalm 119.11, and create in me a pure heart, O God, for Psalm 51.10. Proverbs. Proverbs was compiled over a time span about 900 to 700 BC. Proverbs is a collection of memorable sayings that communicate observations about the world to help us live wise and godly lives. Most of the book was written by Solomon, but other authors also contributed. Um, the key verses, um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes, which means teacher, is anonymous. But the traditional view is that Solomon authored this book late in life. Ecclesiastes is one of the most philosophical books of the Bible. I, I really like Ecclesiastes. The author ponders the meaning or apparent meaningless vanity of the things of life, work, wealth, pleasure, wisdom, death, and so on. Key verse. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. Three. That is a really good verse. Song of Songs. This is the love story. This is the X-rated book in the Bible. Though Okay, sorry. Though Solomon is identified as the author in the first verse, some parts of the book appear to be written by others and were composed at a later date. The book is a love song that moves from courtship to wedding ceremony and through the banquet celebration. It's confusing though, because Solomon isn't he like, like has so many wives though. Solomon himself had hundreds of wives. Hardly an example of marital faithfulness. Rather than a description from Solomon's own life, the song can be seen as an expression of an ideal experience within a loving covenant relationship. Key verse, I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. Song 6-3. Okay. Now, let's go, okay. Okay, 1 and 2 Samuel, 1 and 2 Kings, and 1 and 2 Chronicles. Okay, the book of Samuel, Kings, and Chronicles cover about 500 years of Israel's history, from the end of the era of the Judges to the fall of Judah in 586 BC. The first book of Samuel tells what happened before David became king, focusing on the stories of the prophet Samuel, the first king, Saul, and the young warrior David. The second book of Samuel along with both books of kings, covers roughly the same time period as the two books of Chronicles. This gives us parallel accounts of the reign of the kings from King David um, to the eventual fall of Israel and Judah. 1 and 2 Samuel. The books of Samuel cover from the latter part 
of the heir of the judges who David reigned and take place primarily in Judah. Some sections of the books may have been written by Samuel Nathan and Gog Gad G-A-D. Okay, the books. These books illustrate God's blessing upon the faithful. The disastrous consequences of sin and God's mercy when David repents. Key verse. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And another thing is, it's like, every time I, like, learn, you know what I mean, like, trying to learn, I stumble across a new verse, and it's just like, that's a good verse. That's pretty good. Okay, one and two kings. Is that the kings cover the time period from King Solomon's reign through the division and total collapse of Israel and Judah. The author is unknown, but Jewish tradition attributes the books to the prophet Jeremiah. These books explain how the kingdom of Israel and Judah were conquered and their people exiled because of their sins. The books also include the stories of the prophets Elijah and Misha. Um, key verse. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this um, great people of yours? 1 Kings 3.9 1 and 2 Chronicles. Both books of Chronicles were written after the exile around 450 and 400 BC by an unknown author. Jewish tradition attributes the books to Ezra. The books cover a long period of history from the death of King Saul to the fall of Judah and the exile. These books were written to encourage the exiles to return to Judah by connecting them to their history. The first nine chapters include detailed genealogies from Adam to Saul. Key verse. Um, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. That sounds good. Moving along to prophecy of the Psalms of Jesus. Oh. Okay, so the Psalms has a lot of prophecies of Jesus. It's interesting. Pretty coincidence. Jonah, Amos, Hosea, and Micah. Okay. Okay. Um, Jonah. 
Jonah lived during the reign of Jeroboam the second of Israel, which was 793 to 746 BC. So the story in the book of Jonah is believed to have taken place <clears throat> around that time. But, um, an exact date is uncertain. God sent Jonah to Nineveh, Nineveh, the capital of Assyria, Israel's enemy. Uh oh. Okay, the book. Somewhat different from the other books of prophecy, Jonah is the most narrative storytelling in form. After spending three days and nights in the belly of great fish, the prophet obeyed God and went to Nineveh. Nineveh? I don't know how to say that. When the Ninevites received God's mercy, Jonah became angry. Jonah's name means dove. Dove. I don't know why I said it like that. Key verse. You are gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love. Jonah 4.2. Okay, Amos. Amos um, prophesied, prophesied prophecy to the northern kingdom of Israel around 750-753 BC some 30 years before it fell to Assyria. Even though Amos was from a village near Bethlehem in Judah, he prophesied to the northern kingdom. His ministry centered in Bethel, the location of the king's temple in the north. Amos was a shepherd and fig farmer Ooh. called by God. Oh, this Okay, can I just say this is really cool that it's like through third grade? Be like, mm, I want this. I wonder if you can like eat it off the tree. Mm, anyways, Amos was a shepherd and a fig farmer called by God to prophes prophesy prophecy against uh, materially prosperous Israel for treating the poor with injustice. And betraying their covenant with God, Amos' name means burden bearer. Key verse, hate evil, love good. Maintain justice in the courts. Amos 5.15 Okay, Hosea. Hosea prophesied to the northern kingdom of Israel during a time of decline and eventual fall in Assyria around 753-722 BC. God instructed him to marry an unfaithful woman. He battled messages and crazy stuff. Let me tell you. God is... No offense. No offense, God. It's, it's fun. It's, it's good. It's good. Okay. Why would he do that? God instructed him to marry an unfaithful woman named Gomer to serve as a real-life illustration of Israel's unfaithfulness. Oh, wow. To their covenant with God and God's unfailing love for his people. Hosea's name means salvation. Key verse. How am I going to, like, find out his name? Okay. Go. Marry a promiscuous woman and have children with her. Oh, for like an adulterous wife, this land is guilty of unfaithfulness to the Lord. Hosea 1 2. Uh, Mika. Mika prophesied to Israel and Judah during the time of Israel's decline and fall of Assyria around 738 
1998 BC. Okay, Mitha spoke against the leaders of Israel and Judah for their injustice, greed, and pride. But he also said that a remnant would return and reign er, and regain their inheritance and worship the Lord. Mika's name means who is like the Lord. Key verse. He has shown you, O oh mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Mika 6, 8. Time to rebuild. From the exile to the return. Daniel, Ezekiel, Father Prophets, Ezra, Nehemiah, and the story of Esther. Daniel, Ezekiel, I wish I could read all these for the entire. Okay, so Daniel, Ezekiel, um, Ezra, and Nehemiah. Daniel. Daniel lived most of his life in Babylon around 605-535 BC during the reigns of King ooh, I don't know how to say this one Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar of Babylon and Cyrus of Persia Daniel's name means God's, God is my judge okay chapters 1-6 through six recount stories of Daniel and his friends' lives in exile. Chapters 7 through 12 contain Daniel's prophetic vision concerning the future. Key verse The God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed. It will crush all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, but it will itself endure forever. That's Daniel 2:44. Ezekiel. Ezekiel ministered to the exiles in Nippur. Nippur? Nippur? by the Kabar River by Babylon, Ezekiel 1.1. His vision stayed from 593 to 571 during the reign of King Nebuchadnezzar Nazar of Babylon. Ezekiel's name means God will strengthen. Chapters 1 through 24 take place before the fall of Jerusalem in 586 BC and chapters 33 48 are after. The middle section, 25 through 32, contains prophecies against foreign nations. Key verse, I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. Ezekiel 3:17. Ezra. Um, the book of Ezra tells the history of the exiles returned to Jerusalem in 538 BC, the rebuilding of the temple. In 516 BC, and Ezra reforms in Jerusalem about 60 years later. Chapters 1 through 6 occur before Ezra's time, with Ezra's own story beginning in chapter 7 and continuing through the end of the book. Ezra, um, who was a priest and a scribe, I don't know what that means. Sounds like they write, um, is believed to be the author of both the books of Ezra and Nehemiah. Key verse, he is good, his love toward Israel endures forever, and all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Ezra 3.11. Nehemiah. Nehemiah's story takes place at first in Susa, 
the capital of Persia, and then in Jerusalem, for the people rebuild the city walls around 444 um, to 432 BC. The book, the book of Ezra and Nehemiah were originally just one book. Nehemiah's story picks up where the book of Ezra left off. Together, Ezra, the priest, and Nehemiah, the governor, brought social and spiritual reforms to Jerusalem. Hmm. Key verse. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8.10 Alright. Now let's do... Oh, Haggai. I don't know how to say that book. Okay, so we're going to do Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, and Joel. Haggai. The book of Haggai dates... I'm saying this wrong, sorry. The book of Haggai dates back to around 520 BC, more than a decade after the first group of Jews returned to Jerusalem under Zerubbabel. 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 Haggai's name means festival. <laughs> and his ministry is mentioned in Ezra 5 1 6 14. God's message through Haggai was to call the people to evaluate how they were living. They were residing in nice houses while the house of God lay in ruins. Uh-oh. Along with Zechariah, Haggai urged the people of Judah to continue rebuilding the temple. Key verse, it is a time for you to, yourselves to be living in your... Um, paneled houses. Well... This house remains a ruin. Give careful thought to your ways. That's more on the 45. Zechariah. The book of Zechariah dates around 520 to 518 BC. Zechariah's name means the Lord remembers. He was a Jewish priest and was born in Babylon. He migrated to Jerusalem with the exiles who returned with Zerubbabel. Babel. Okay, along with Haggai, Zechariah urged the people to continue rebuilding the temple. Chapters 1 through 8 contain visions and messages, and chapters 9 through 14 are oracles against sinful nations. The book of Zechariah reminds readers that God is sovereign and faithful to his promises. Key verse, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. That's Zechariah 4, 6. Malachi. Malachi prophesied in Judah possibly during the time of Ezra and Nehemiah in the 400 BC, 400 BC. His name means messenger, but little else is known about him. Six prophetic speeches are recorded in the book of Malachi. Um, these speeches call for spiritual renewal among um, a people who had largely given up on God. Key verse, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, um, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing. Malachi 3.10. Joel. Um, it is not known when Joel prophesied, but prophesied, prophesied, but some scholars place his ministry either just before the exile in 586 BC, or as late as the 400 BC. Joel's name means the Lord is God.
the book. The focus of Joel's book is to call the people of Judah to repent before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. <clears throat> he writes, Blow the trumpet on Zion, sound the alarm on the holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand, Joel 2, 1. Okay, now a changing world. Between the Old and New Testament, 400 B.C. to A.D. 1. Medo, Persia, Greece, and Rome. Herod, Sarnaces, Pharisees, and Sadducees. I said that wrong. The temple. Ooh, and then it goes into, like, Greece, Persia, Rome. Ooh, if I wasn't tired, I would read that. Pharisees and Sadducees. Ooh. Hope for a Messiah. The Son of God, from Bethlehem to Jerusalem, like the ministry of Jesus, the analogy of Jesus, harmony of the Gospels. Ooh, teaching and miracles. Okay, so Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Matthew, the Gospel is written by Matthew, Levi, a tax collector who became one of the twelve disciples. It was written in AD 60s or later, the book, as... The most prophetic gospel, Matthew quotes extensively from the Old Testament and focuses on the teachings of Jesus, the Messiah King. The gospel covers the birth of Jesus and his public ministry through the resurrection appearances. Matthew concludes with the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19-20. Key verse. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Matthew 5.17. Mark. This gospel is written by John Mark, an early believer and helper to the apostles Paul and Peter. It's believed to have been the earliest of the four gospels written possibly in the AD, in the AD 60s. The book, as the most practical gospel, Mark focuses on the actions of Jesus, the divine servant. Mark highlights the humanity of Jesus mentioning strong emotions like anger, compassion, and sorrow. It's a fast-paced, action-oriented narrative, starting with Jesus' baptism and concluding with the resurrection. It's also the shortest of the four Gospels. Key verse. Anyone who wants to be the first must be the very last and the servant of all. Mark 9.35. Luke. The Gospel is written about 60-62 AD. By Luke. A Gentile missionary doctor and colleague of the Apostle Paul took um, the book as the most historical gospel. Luke provides a detailed account of the life and ministry of Jesus, demonstrating Jesus' character and virtue. Luke focuses on Jesus as the divine Son of Man. Of the four gospels, Luke's is the longest and also the one which tells us most about Jesus, the birth and childhood. Luke begins his gospel with the birth of John, the Baptist, and concludes with the ascension of Jesus into heaven. Key verse. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. 
Luke 19.10. John. The Gospel of John was written by John, who, along with Peter and James, was part of the inner circle of Jesus' disciples. It was written in the later part of the first century AD. As the most theological gospel, John focuses on Jesus as the Son of God incarnate. John begins his gospel by explaining that Jesus is the divine word made flesh. The book contains lengthy teachings of Jesus and detailed miracle accounts, some not found in the other gospels. John concludes with Jesus' resurrection appearances. He wrote the gospel of the world they see gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 2.16 So we'll go through all the events of Jesus. Oh, it's so good. Ah. And it has maps. This book is good. Ooh. Okay, so Life of Jesus Timeline. Oh, it's like a huge chart. Parables of Jesus. The risen, sa the risen Savior. From Palm Sunday to Resurrection Sunday. Journey to the cross. Hours on the cross. The empty tomb. Prophecies fulfilled by Jesus. Journey to the cross. Jesus' hours on the cross. Journey to the cross. The map and stuff. Um, the empty tomb. His promise to come again. Prophecies fulfilled by Jesus. In the Old Testament and then the New Testament. Oh, that's creepy. Okay. The Gospel for the World. From Jerusalem to Rome. AD 30 to 60. Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Apostles Peter and Paul. Book of Acts and early apostles. Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. We're almost done. There's Peter and Paul and their missions. Okay, so Acts, James, Galatians, 1 Thessalonians. Okay, Acts. Acts tells the story of the Holy Spirit working in the first Christians to spread the good news of Jesus from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, into the world covering about 30 to 62 AD. The book, written by Luke, Acts, picks up where the Gospel of Luke left off with Jesus' ascension into heaven. The first um, chapters focus on Paul and the apostles in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. The remaining chapters detail Paul's journey throughout the Mediterranean and the end with Paul in Rome. Key verse. You will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. Acts 1.8. James. <coughs> Excuse me. James. It is my dad's name. James, the brother of Jesus, wrote this letter to Jewish believers scattered across the Roman Empire about 49 AD. James was, I don't know how to say this word, martyred in Jerusalem about 13 years later in 62 AD. The short and very practical letter encourages believers to have an active, living faith that persevere through all kinds of trials, 
James addresses issues like arrogance, favoritism, wealth, and the impact of words and serving others in this key verse. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. James 2.26 Galatians Possibly the, okay, time place. Possibly the earliest of Paul's apostles, this letter was written to churches in Galatia from Paul's home base, base of Antioch of Syria, about AD four, 49 AD, before the Jerusalem Council in Acts 15. Um, Paul defends his authority as an apostle and argues that the true gospel teaches that justification is by faith alone. People are saved by faith, not by good works or by obeying religious laws. This freedom, however, should be used to walk in spirit and not in the sinful desires of the flesh. Key verse, a person is not justified, justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Galatians 2.16 <clears throat> 1 Thessalonians Paul wrote his first letter to the church in Thessalonica during his second missionary journey about 50 to 51 AD of the book. Paul and Silas had earlier been forced to leave Thessalonica by an angry mob. Uh oh. Paul spends the first part of the letter explaining his actions in, in absence. Then he encourages believers to live holy lives despite persecution because Christ is coming again. Key verse For the Lord himself will come down from the heaven from heaven with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. <sighs> Oh no, so if you don't follow Jesus and like you haven't like led him into your heart, you're gonna rise up first when he comes back. And he's coming back any day. And you won't yeah, you're gonna not make it. Okay, um that's not good. Okay. Ooh, we're almost done. Okay. Two Thessalonians, one Corinthians, two Corinthians, one eight. Okay, there's eight more. Right here. Well, actually, okay. two Thessalonians. Paul wrote, um, okay, Paul wrote his um, second letter to a church in Thessalonica during the second missionary journey about 50 to 51 AD, 26 months after the first letter. This second letter echoes many themes from the first letter. Paul clears up, clears up misunderstandings that Thessalonians had about the second coming of Christ and about those who pass away before Christ's return. Paul warns believers not to be idle, but to be prepared for Christ to come again. Key verse, stand firm and hold fast to the teaching um, we passed on to you. 2 Thessalonians 2.15, 1 Corinthians. Ooh, I'm curious what this is like. Okay. Oh, curious. All right, okay. 1 Corinthians 1.8, Paul wrote, this letter to the church in Corinth, um, in Corinth. Can I just say I love my job? Seriously, like, I can't wait to go to work. I'm like, do I really have to go to bed or I just want to go back to work? Oh, Gracie! No, seriously, I love that job. I love my job, Gracie. I love my job. I do. If you don't like your job, Walmart is pretty fun. Walmart's 
a good job. Three occurring. Gracie likes that I work at Walmart because I bring her cans and treats all the time. She's like, yeah, you should stay there. Huh? Yeah, that's a good job. They got the kitty nurse attack can. They got pretty much anything you need. And it's like, it's better than working at just like a grocery store. Oh, you're about to my face. Scoop it up. Tell your pooch. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm like, wow, like Walmart's like a great like, you know, if you work at, like, just a grocery store, it's like, okay, there's, like, just groceries. But at Walmart, like, you could, you can, like, work anywhere you want. If it's, like, open or whatever, you know? And, like, there's a subway. It's like a little land. It's like a little, it's like a little Walmart land, Walmart world, you know? It's so fun. Yeah. Oh. Well, my cat's sitting there all cute. Oh, boy. Oh, you got itchy. You got itchy in your ear. Oh, we should put some of your back on. Your Gracie's like, I am a friend. You gotta go to bed. I know. I know. <sighs> yeah, my alarm was, like, broken for a little bit. <clears throat> Um, cause like I was, okay, I was setting the time before I would set the alarm and you're supposed to set the alarm before the time. Otherwise it like goes off every 10 minutes. So that was really messing up my whole like work, like waking up because like I just like at one point I was like, damn, it's not working anymore, but I figured it out. And now... Everything's gonna be like on time. Okay, Grace, so we just keep going. I think we're at one Corinthians. Okay. Shoot. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Corinth during during his third missionary journey, about AD 50, 55, 56 AD. Paul had founded the Corinthian church. I can't remember if I read this already or not. Just a few years earlier on his second missionary trip, Paul addresses various problems in the church, like division and immorality. He tells believers to love one another and to use um, their spiritual gifts to build each other up, for they are all one body in Christ. And it's like Walmarts are everywhere. Ugh, so good. So good. Everyone's, like, laid back there, you know? Like, you know, not, like, in a bad way. It's just, like... It's a good job, guys. Okay. Very thankful for that job. Okay. Key verse. Love... Patience, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Love never fails. That is 1 Corinthians. No. Yeah. 1 Corinthians 13. 4 and 8. Okay. 
the Genesis like I don't know if the book paid the two Corinthians. Okay, two Corinthians. Um okay, Paul wrote this letter to the church in Corinth during his third missionary journey about fifty six AD, not long after one Corinthians. This is Paul's most um personal E-P-I-S-T-L-E, okay. The problems with us in 1 Corinthians were apparently not resolved. So, in this letter, Paul reinforces what he had taught earlier, and he offers a passionate defense of his ministry in the face of many attacks. Key verse. The Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my work weaknesses or or wait there's a glare the sound's literally like glaring right now it's not it's um weaknesses sorry um so that christ's power may rest on me two corinthians 12 9 Romans. Let's read Romans. Grace. Romans. Cute kitty alert. Okay. Romans. Oh, also, I didn't, you know, like when I was still learning the Bible, I didn't know that there were two Marys. And so on my Facebook, there's like the bad, you know, the naughty Mary and then like the good Mary. And on my Facebook, I did a quiz and they're like, you're Mary. And I thought it was the good Mary. And so like I had it on my Facebook, but it was the bad Mary. And I'm like, oh, great. Great. So I deleted it. Okay. Whoops. Romans. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Rome at the end. Oh my gosh, my cat is like so cute. I can't even take it. Grace, you're so cute. She's like, I know. She's like licking her paws and she's like laying on me. Oh my God. Grace, I love you. I do. You're my baby. You're my kitty, my baby girl. So perfect and cute. Oh my goodness. Here, let's let's get you a little pillow for your head. Right here. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Oh, is that better? Like no. No. Now you're gonna get up. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay, you're gonna sit on my arm. Okay. Okay, that's that's good. That's good. Okay. It's an interesting position. Okay. Our tails on my face. Okay. Okay. We're almost there. We're getting there. We're worried. I think we're at Romans. Okay. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Rome at the end of his third missionary journey about AD, 57 AD. 
This was just before he went to Jerusalem, where he was taken captive and eventually brought to Rome in chains. Uh oh. Um, this is Paul's longest and most theological apostle. He discusses crucial topics of the Christian faith, law, and spirit, sin, righteousness, condemnation, and salvation. These truths should lead to transformed lives, living sacrifices to God. Key verse. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 6.23 Ephesians Paul wrote this letter to the church in Ephesus while under the ha while under house arrest in Rome um, about 60-62 AD. Oh, your foot is falling places. There we go. Okay. All right. Blueberry custard. I gotta stop vaping. At least the blueberry custard is like, literally like way less nicotine. Oh my gosh, blueberry custard. Can you imagine such a, such a yummy, like, vape flavor? Well, it's really good. Okay. Where were we? Ephesians. Paul wrote this letter to the church in, in um, Ephesus while under house arrest in Rome. I already read that. About 60-62 AD. Paul had spent years with Ephesians. Christians on his third missionary journey, so he knew their struggles up close. They faced tremendous pressures to participate in the sinfulness of their um, pagan surroundings. Paul urges believers to resist the pressure and to seize onto the riches of God's grace in Christ. Key verse, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not for yourselves, it is the gift of Ephesians 2, 8-9. Colossians. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Colossae um, while, while under house arrest in Rome, about 60-62 AD. Paul intended the letter also to be read to the nearby church in Laodicea. Um, Paul urges against a legalism that requires Gentile Christians to follow Jewish religion, religious laws. He dispels false teachings by emphasizing the supremacy of Christ over all human actions and philosophies. Key verse, in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power of authority. Colossians 2, 9-10. Philippians. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Philippi. While under house arrest in Rome, about 60-62 AD, many people had become Christians in Philippi when Paul had visited the city on his second missionary journey. Paul urges believers to have the same mindset as Christ and to live humbly toward one another so that there is unity in the church. Key verse, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1 6. 
Philemon. Philemon? Phil I don't know how to say that one. Philemon. Philemon. Paul wrote this letter to Philemon, a wealthy leader in the church in Colossae. I don't know. Well, under house arrest in Rome, about 662 AD. This letter was probably sent along with the Apostle of Colossians, the book. The, um, this is Paul's shortest apostle, only 25 verses in it. He directly appear, appeals to Philemon to accept a runaway slave, one submiss, back as a brother in Christ. Verse 10 suggests that Onesimus, uh, one, I don't know, had met Paul and became a Christian and apparently wished for reconciliation within his old master. Key verse, you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but as a dear brother. Philemon 15 through 16. The unfinished story from the end of Acts to the end of times, Paul's final years, the apostle John, latter apostles and revelation views of the end times one timothy titus two timothy all right one timothy paul wrote this letter to timothy a young pastor in ephesus 62-66 AD, Paul gives instructions to Timothy about proper worship and church leadership and how to deal with false teachings in the church. In this letter, we see Paul, who is advanced in years, passing the torch to a younger Christian leader, encouraging Timothy to fight the good fight of the faith. Key verse, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech and conduct in love and faith and in purity. 1 Timothy 4.12. Titus. Paul wrote this letter to Titus about 64-66 AD. This was after Paul had been released from house arrest, but before his second confinement in Rome. Titus was a Gentile convert um, who was in charge of churches on the island of Crete. He had traveled with Paul years earlier. Paul provides instructions about responsible church leadership correct doctrine and living in God's grace and mercy. Key verse, when the kindness and love of God, our savior appeared, he saved us not because of righteousness, or no, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy, Titus 3, 4 through 5. To Timothy, Paul wrote this letter to Timothy about 66, 67 AD. This was Paul's last apostle. He wrote it while imprisoned in Rome. Paul encourages Timothy to remain faithful in ministry despite hardships. Paul concludes the letter by expressing how he feels deserted by some believers during his imprisonment. Oh, he says Luke is still with him and he looks forward to Timothy visiting him soon. Oh, key verse, the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Oh, that's pretty confident. That's good. 2 Timothy 4, 6 or 7. 1 Peter. All right, we have eight more and then we're done. <clears throat> 
Peter wrote the letter to Christians in Asia Minor who faced injustice about 64 AD. This was later in Peter's life, not long before he was executed. <gasps> An Emperor Nero's persecution of Christians. Oh no. Peter calls Christians to live holy lives and to be encouraged, knowing that Jesus also suffered unjustly in order to bring healing to all. Holy living in the midst of hardship is a testimony to a lost world. Key verse. To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. 1 Peter 2.21 2 Peter. Peter wrote this letter to Christians, possibly in Asia Minor, about 64 AD, soon after 1 Peter was written. Peter warns Christians about false teachers. The New Age is one example and encourages them to grow in their faith. He also assures readers that the prophetic word and apost an apost sorry, an apostolic um, testimony are not human creations, but are reliable testimonies. He reminds believers of Christ's promised return. Key verse, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness, Instead, he is patient with you, not waiting any, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. 2 Peter 3.9 3, 3, Hebrews This letter was written by an unknown author to a Jewish Christian audience facing persecution in 60-69 BC. The, me <clears throat> the message... Sorry. The message... Um, of Hebrews said Jesus is superior to all things to angels the Old Testament prophets the priesthood and the sacrificial system his death on the cross fulfilled the Old Covenant he is the great high priest the final sacrifice and the superior tabernacle believers enter into his promised land of rest through faith key verse since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. Jude. Jude wrote this letter to Christians everywhere in the later part of the first century, sometime in 60 AD. The exact date of Jude is difficult to determine. Jude may have been in the brother of Jesus who was called Judas in Matthew 1353. The book. Uh, this short letter encourages believers to contend for the faith by resisting false teachings, and helping other Christians to do the same. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. Jude 24, 1 John. The Apostle John wrote this letter to several churches in Asia Minor, 85, 95 AD. This is the longest of John's three apostles. In this letter, he focuses on God's love through Jesus and her love for one another. Also, some false teachers in the church were claiming that Jesus only appeared to be human. John refuses such claims and affirms Jesus' full humanity. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. To John. John wrote this letter to the lady chosen by God, possibly an expression meaning the church. This was about 85, 95 AD. Like John's other apostles, the 
This short letter was probably sent to churches in Asia Minor. John reminds Christians that love, which means obeying God's instructions, also includes being discerning so that Christians will not be con um, will not be deceived by false teachings. Key verse, I am not writing you a new command, but one we have had from the beginning. I ask we love one another, and this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commandments, 2 John 5, 6, 3 John. John wrote this letter to Gaius, um, a Christian in Asia Minor. I would love to know where that is. Um, in both 2 John and 3 John, the author calls himself the elder. This is the shortest book of the New Testament. In this letter, John commands Gaius um, for his love, faithfulness, and hospitality. But John also denounces Diotrephes for acting arrogantly, gossiping, and refusing to welcome other believers. Keepers, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. 3 John 4. Revelation. John received the revelation while he was exiled on the island of Patmos for his faith of, um, about AD 95. The book is addressed to seven churches in Asia Minor. Revelation is presented in a series of sevens, a number of completion. John is given seven messages for seven churches. He has visions of seven seals, seven bowls, seven trumpets, and so forth. This book reminds believers that even when evil seems strong, God is in control of history. Yes. One day, the Lord will renew his creation and dwell with his people for eternity. Key verse. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. Revelation 21.4. So it'd be really nice if Jesus like showed up sooner than later because in some ways, because like, then I feel like we won't have to experience death. The way like, because if he shows up, then, you know, we're like with Jesus and like, we just like, are like in heaven, you know? eventually because he'll get rid of like death so i really want to come back and that's it those are that's the like summary Ooh, that's the summary and um there's so much more in this book that i didn't even talk about like everything else um <gasps> i'm so excited to read more of this okay. um yeah so those are the book summaries and then after it says, views of the end times. <gasps> after Christ's ascension into heaven, the angels present assured the disciples, he will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Acts 1.11. But when will his second coming be? Jesus said, that day or hour, no one knows. I don't even think Jesus knows. Only God does. Or well, the Father. But he also gave signs to watch for which all the signs have literally like almost happened, all of them. Matthew 23, 24. He urged his followers to be on guard and to be alert. <gasps> he better show up soon. Mark 13, 33. 
um, 37. Over the centuries, Christians have held different beliefs about what events might happen in the end times and in what order. Here are four main Christian views. Wow, so there's four different perspectives. Historical pre-millennialism. Millennialism. Dispensational pre-millennialism. Post-millennialism. I'm too tired to read all these. Well, I'll get back to that some other day. Ooh. Okay, guys. Um, that that pretty much sums up everything. Um, you know, very briefly. Those those summaries were like so short. Um, yeah. So this is chronological guide to the Bible. Um, this book is good. Um, alright. Alright, y'all take care. Watch out for those counterfeits. They be running around. Doing who knows what. Doing crazy things. Um, alright. And, um, yeah. Um, I guess that is all. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.